Don't stress, guys. We're back. A day late. We had to push it back a day because this man got stuck in Melbourne. Bernard, what's been happening? Apologies, mate. Apologies. I was in Melbourne for the long weekend. Fun little trip. Little boys trip. Got a lot of content in there while I was in Melbourne. Spent Anzac Day there. I thought it was going to be Anzac Day like it is in Sydney. Go play two up with the boys. But they just don't get two up in Melbourne. What? They play it till about 1pm. There's probably one pub in the city that does it. And they play You're it, joking. They play it differently. They've got like a ruler. It's not like you go hand over your $50 and you're holding on if your head's... You've got to put it on the opposite ends of the ruler. What? It's very strange. Melbourne, Melbourne don't get two up or Anzac Day. So in hindsight... I'll be staying in Sydney next long weekend. Melbournians are a little bit weird. What'd you you went to the AFL though, didn't you? How I was caught that? the Richmond game. Richmond versus D. It's a good good game. Got a couple of fan interviews in there. I was working. I was, yeah, you I, was were I was working. No, but I enjoyed the game. They're a different breed, eh, AFL yeah. fans. Oh, they're nutcases. Yeah. A lot of mullets. Yeah, a lot, lot of, of mullets. A lot of those little goaties yeah. as well. You know, the was, goatee moustache combo. I was sitting behind the goals. So every time the D's I was on the D's side. Every time they would come down, kick a goal or behind the fans were getting up, getting nuts. So it was a good, good game to watch. You know, I can tell that Melbourne cold weather's claimed you a little bit. Yeah, yeah a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit under, under the weather. weather. A bit under the weather, but hey, not we're missing here. a nap. Nah, you nah. Never, we never do. No days off here, and we're going to get straight into our fan questions. They're getting better every week. This one is from Sam, and it's a ripper. Wayne Bennett or Craig Bellamy? I've got to go Craig. Yeah? I've got to go Craig Bellamy. He, he was actually under Bennett when he first started his coaching he career. He was. But I just think he's surpassed him. He stayed at Melbourne. What's it? He's won comp since 06, all the way up till 2020. You know, oh, you, you don't have to count the ones that there's asterisks on. They had a couple on. of scratched. I count well. them personally. He's he's a he's a he's a great coach, and he, he's more of a manager now, and he just kind of oversees all the assistants. But yeah, there's a reason why Melbourne don't get rid of him, and he keeps re-signing for five years because he just he has a system. He makes players better, you know. And I can't say the same for Wayne because he's been successful, Wayne. I've got to go the godfather, Wayne Bennett. He's been so good for so many years, most premierships, most wins, and he's done it at different teams as well. I'm not saying what Bell I'm not trying to discredit Bellamy, but bro, all those comps at the Broncos, winning at the Dragons, taking the Latrolis Rabbitohs to a grand final. We're going to forget about his time at the Newcastle Knights, yeah, even taking the worst ever Queensland team and winning a state of origin with them. I actually disagree with you. I think he does make his teams better. And I don't know. unlike Bellamy, I think teams will get to a grand final and win comps purely because of the genius, the godfather, Wayne Bennett. I think he's always had the sides wherever he's coached. Maybe you know? back in the day, but I don't know recently. Like, South without Latrell makes the grand final. St. George did have a good team, and then that Queensland team was stinking. Yeah. And it's all because of the godfather. I don't know. I, I just think Craig was written off when players would leave. You know, Cooper Cronk leaves. That could be the end of Melbourne. And he just always manages their recruitment is second to none. They, so. They've got a system there. I think what would cement Bellyache, a couple more comps, but if he was to go somewhere else and win a couple there, there's no debate. It wouldn't even be a debate for me, but because he stayed there, maybe Bellamy just been ever so slightly, but who knows? By the time Bellamy retires, maybe he adds another three. They look four like more they're comps. on track to go to another grand final. They're, this they're, year. they're probably going to be there, let's be honest. But you, you know what's crazy? You brought it up before we started. Bellamy's 63. Yeah. He yeah, doesn't he, look a day older than he keeps himself, 45. He keeps himself in top nick. But, uh, yeah, I actually caught up with Brandon Smith while I was in Melbourne. I saw that. And uh, you What's know, the cheese gave like? Gave him some controversial questions. He's actually a great bloke. And it'll be, it'll be good having him in Sydney next year. Hopefully he stays Hopefully out of trouble. Hopefully get him on this show. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll jump on. But he, um, he kind of mentioned that Craig, like he said, he just oversees everything. And he kind of, he's like a manager. 
so more of like a, like a hands-on coach. More of a man manager. Comes in there for a spray, makes sure yeah. those superstars don't get... A little bit like Sir Alex Ferguson was like that, apparently, but in football. He was just a more of a the master man manager. And you got to be, when you got all those big personalities, your monsters, Cheese, Pappenhausen, all yeah. these big players, you got to have someone to keep a lid on it. But they're the two. Yeah, they're, they're, the, two. they're the Bennett two greatest and coaches of all Bennett time. and Bellamy, and Trent Robinson could be on his way. Definitely, definitely. Trent, I don't Trent, know about this year, but definitely. Yeah, Trent, he's building a little bit of a dynasty there. And then honorable mention, maybe Des Hasler. Yeah, Des, Des. I know he left the Bulldogs in a bit of a disarray. But yeah, he has a he has a little bit of a habit of doing that, but he's doing good things mm. at Manly. This one from Giuseppe. We haven't spoken wrestling in a while, and I love this one. 20 years for Orton. Mm. Surely he's the GOAT. So a little bit of context, 20 years now in the WWE for Randy Orton. He still looks Longevity. fantastic. Yeah, he's still in great shape. He's the Viper, where does he rank in your Mount Rushmore? Well, he's tag teaming now with Matt Riddle. And he says he's having the most fun he's ever had in his WWE career. But he's he's been the legend killer. He's been the Viper. You know, won 16 t- world titles. He's up there. Yeah, I think he's he's not on Rushmore. Of he's not on Rushmore, but he could be on... He's on the modern I Rushmore. Think he's, yeah, he's definitely got to be top 10. He's got to be. And... One of the best heels ever, but he's a very underrated babyface yeah. as well. And I don't know if there's a finisher that gets the crowd more pumped up than when he starts slamming for the arcade. Yeah, when he starts slamming for I the arcade. I hope he brings back the punt when he turns turns heel again. I want to see this. He's due for a heel turn, isn't he? The head. He's due for a heel turn, but yeah, no. 20 years, the longevity is crazy. He's a third generation superstar. I think uh, I think he's still got at least another five years. He I wants to so. do it till he. I think he's got a couple it. more world titles in him. Yeah, and he'll go for. Well, I Cena think they definitely Flair's. they definitely have to do a Cena versus Orton one more time for the title to see who breaks Flair's record. That'd be a great Mania match. What's Cena up to? Cena's busy in Hollywood. Yeah, Cena. He, yeah. You know what? Randy actually came out and said he goes, "Look, Roman Reigns will probably go off to Hollywood. Cena's gone. He's got Rock the went to Hollywood. He goes, I've been here for twenty years putting it in, and my legacy will show that." So, Facts from the Viper. I yeah. rate it. And on that note, let's move to our podium finish, where we hand out a gold, silver, and a bronze, and a participation medal for a person or team or couple, in your instance, a little hint for what you're going to say, that has just completely missed the mark. Bernard, kick it off with your bronze. Uh, I'm going to go Tarek Sims signing with Melbourne Storm for Great my bronze. Signing. Great signing. They, they're losing their second rowers, whether it's Felice Kafusi. Or Kafusi and the Bromwich brothers, both, yeah. all three of them going. So they always, like I said, recruit at the very best of recruitment in the Melbourne Storm. And they've identified Tarek Sims as a person to fill that void. They're going to get the best out of him. Probably the best move for his career. He's a New South Wales second rower. So I just think that's a great signing for him. And Melbourne are going to reap the benefits of it as well. That's one of those Melbourne signings. They are the masters of finding that fringe forward. Tariq's not a, a fringe forward. He's a representative forward, but mm. want away. He wants to get out of there, and they know how to just turn them into a star. Josh King, what they're doing with him recently from the Knights, he's okay. He's mm. a good player. He's a workhorse. He's been brilliant for him. Bellamy, whatever he does, whether he's hands-on or not, whoever that assistant is that looks after the forwards, he's doing a masterstroke with him. Yeah, I like that. My number three, I'm going to go to the world of boxing. Mm. Tyson Fury. He's got nothing else to prove. Bashed Deontay Wilder. He was fighting Dillian White. And it was a masterclass from the big fella. Huge uppercut. Mm. Sent him to the canvas. And Dillian got up. Six round. He was on ice skates. Bambi on ice. Ref calls it off. Looks like it's going to be his last ever fight. He hinted that it probably would be. I have a feeling he might fight one more time. I'd love to see him fight the winner of Usyk and Joshua. But Tyson Fury, he's got nothing else to prove. He's, He's In boxing, you never get the big guys wanting to fight each other. He fought Deontay Wilder. He bashed Deontay Wilder. Anthony Joshua is the other one that we want to see him fight. I think he'd beat Joshua with one hand tied well, behind Well, Joshua's ducking him, though. 
Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, Joshua's saying he wants too much money. They're coming back and saying he wants too much money. Now Fury's no. come out and said, come on, guys. Honestly, it wouldn't be a fight if I fought Anthony Joshua. No, they'll eventually make it happen, I think. I, I think it could be the winner of Usyk. And Usyk is a bad, bad yeah. man. Joshua's... He said he's got nothing to prove anymore. He's, what, 32 and 0? Uh, Tyson Fury, like he's got a great singing voice. Oh, I love well. I love the post the post boxing match sing from Tyson. But no, I think that he he definitely uh, he was hinting at maybe f- a cross promotional fight with Fra- Francis, Francis Ngannou, Ngannou, yeah, which would be massive and do numbers too because Francis was saying that he wasn't receiving a fair pay in UFC. Yeah, he's been and very vocal. a lot of fighters have you know echoed that. So it, he would definitely get a big payday if he fought Tyson. It's probably the first of its kind since. I mean, as a heavy heavyweight, not your McGregor and Mayweather, two heavyweights going at it, and Nganu's a, a striker, so I think that I think that could be his next fight, and it would do numbers as well. It'd be fascinating as well because we get the two baddest men on the planet in their respective primes, primes as well, but in their respective sports. I'd pay to see it. Yeah, and good on Nganu. He's been sticking it to Uncle Dana. Not happy with his pay, and he wants to get paid. Well, if, if he holds Fury's got nothing enough. else to prove, so he may as well just get some good paydays. Yeah, I like it. Give me your silver. For silver, I'm gonna go the West Tigers. They're back. You called it actually. Well, I was my First long, long shot. shot of the season, Bernard. Last week, uh, cash it in. I, I, I look. It was a long shot because I didn't think it was gonna happen, but they went back to back. M- Madge would have been stoked. Another field goal finish for Brooksy. Luke Brooks, the Iceman. Mate, he's been copping it for the fir- the opening rounds. Turns it around, kicks a field goal to win. Him and Hastings look like they're doing well as a pair. I don't, I don't think they're going to go. Maybe threat. They definitely could beat the Dragons. Yeah, very they, winnable game. They, they're just keeping it tight, and I think Nofaluma's been good as a finisher for them. And they're just, they're just kind of, they're playing well. I think they maybe starting to build a little bit of momentum. They're getting clear of the bottom of the ladder, leaving yeah. the Bulldogs there by themselves. So I don't know. I, I, I got to give yeah my silver to the West Tigers. That was a crazy game because they. When a man down South, Tani Milne got simbined, and then South scored two tries and looked like they were going to run away with it. But fair play to the Tigers. It was Hastings one week. It was Brooksy the next. Brooksy cops a lot of stick. We've stuck up for him on this show, and we've blamed the coaches and the hierarchy, the just absolute circus that they've been. But Madge, maybe that one win bought him half a season. Does two wins buy him the rest of the year? Two wins buys him the rest of the year. And three years, he's just locked up another offseason. There's Tigers supporters (laughs) getting their grand final tickets now. So. Now, good on the Tigers. We like seeing them win, and they've got a big, rowdy fan base. My number two is in the NBA. What are the Boston Celtics? Sweep. Sweep. Get the brooms out. We were hot last week. You tipped that, and I tipped the Celtics rolling the nets. They rolled them. We thought it was going to be closer. We thought that game. At least thought they I would... thought that game had six or seven. Lots of storylines in that. Celtics, very well coached, great defensive yeah. team, great young players. Tatum's a beast. We all knew that. But then did you hear Kyrie Irving after? He is say. delusional. So in a post game, at the end, after they got swept, he's mm. saying that he wants to stay and that he actually thinks he's going to be doing some of the running of the team, like with the GM. Really? <laughs> yeah. That'd be the first of its kind. Was it Jackie Moon? Yeah, it's a, and everyone in the in the press conference was just looking at him like, "What are you talking about?" He's yeah. like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, I can see myself working with the GM and and running the team." And he said in the past, like he could see him coaching the team. So now he's just well, taken one step up. <laughs> if you think if Ben Simmons plays next year. And they maintain that big three of KD, Simmons, Kyrie. They're still, you know, a strong force in the NBA. So I don't think they should break up. They went from super team at the start of the year with Harden to super flops and getting swept in the first round of the playoffs. So 
I don't know. I, I think it's in their best interest to stay together. Kevin Durant was copping it on social media. Copping From it. everywhere. Charles Barkley called him a bus rider. You know, Draymond Green was putting up crying face emojis. Having a, having Draymond, a say, Draymond said it to him. He said, we were winning before you came here and we're going to win after. And Draymond and the Warriors are having the last laugh. But super teams do not work. It's different when the Warriors, they had a super team. And then you just add one little player like Durant. And you just, you assemble the Avengers. But just pulling these players out from nowhere. Like the Clippers did it, didn't work. The Lakers tried to do it with this retirement home, didn't work. Yeah. And now the Nets have tried to do it. They just don't work in any sport. You always see this. You can't just build a team from nothing and try and well, assemble think, a super team. And New York Knicks, they're still the number one team in New York, baby. <laughs> they still run New well, York. Well, I think Harden left for a reason. It was just too many egos. I think he was really disgruntled at, at Kyrie for missing and out. And he got out he, so, he got out at the right time. I, I think he is, yeah. Philly look like they're going to get past the first round. So, yeah, I think Harden gets the last laugh and the Warriors get the last laugh on KD But you said well. Kevin Durant's still a bucket. He still averages 30 points a night. So Ben Simmons needs to get back out there. He's copping as well. He's going to come up in the HIA, but who's your gold medal? My gold medal, again, rugby league. I'm going to the Melbourne Storm. Like we gave we gave Bellamy a rap at the start, but seventy to ten against the Warriors. I've never seen seventy points scored, I don't think. Neither. So I think it was a sixty last year. It was a clinic. Xavier Coates scoring tries. Ooh, I didn't mean my super coach. Clinic. Pappenhausen catching bombs from Nelson Asafa Solomon, like it was. They just scored fifty-two points. It was eighteen ten, and they scored fifty-two points in thirty-two minutes. They were throwing the ball around just for fun, and it's it just that for me, it's Melbourne, and I want to say Penrith, Penrith. Yeah, maybe Para mm. on a good day, and the rest. It's still a little bit of daylight. I, I think. think Cronulla is pushing top four. The Roosters have been disappointing, but I, I, I'm, I'm, it's Melbourne and Penrith and the rest. At the moment. Yeah, for sure. They're just a step above every other team. The lower teams, they're, they're just, like I said, they're putting clinics on them. It's uh, it's looked like it's going to be a repeat of last year's grand final. At the moment, it looks like it's going to be a repeat. But that was that was crazy. Because the Warriors were right in that. A couple bad injuries. Wateni Zalesniak, one of the worst. That was a bad knock. One of the worst knockouts I've ever seen. Yeah. But I feel bad for their coach. Even he said, he's like, yeah, a few of the players just gave up. 52 points in 32 minutes, Bernard. How does that happen? I, I, mate. I've never seen 70. Well, maybe there was a 70 back in the day. I don't think I was alive. No. no I, haven't, I haven't seen it. But it's just like I said, they, 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 they look like they're having fun. They're throwing the ball around. And when, when it comes time to play the big teams, I think they're just going to have too much chem- chemistry for the it looks like it's going to be a Penrith, Melbourne. Yeah. Another GF. Roosters, if they can get their act together, that spine needs to click. But even then, I think there's still those two, a little bit of daylight. Well, them losing to the Dragons, no bad. one tipped that. They no were one. poor. They were very poor. That spine just looks... And I think it, it's probably, yeah, Kiri. Just clunky. Maybe, hey, I will say this, Roosters fans. Last time we watched it, we lost an Anzac Day game. We won the comp. So, okay. yeah, in, in the past, we've peaked a bit too early last couple of seasons. What? So, maybe that... Everyone says that the Roosters just know how to come good. Yeah, and they so eventually will on the back end of Kiri's the season. coming back from a long layout. He looks still a little bit like he's second-guessing himself. He's, so given, he's given credit to Sam Walker for actually stepping up. Sam Walker's looked really yeah. good. But it's just... Flats, and George deserved to win that. Yeah, and you know what? Ben Hunt gets a lot of flack too for his for his pay packet, but yeah. he, he stepped up, up on the weekend. Yeah, that 40-20 at the end. Speaking of stepping up, my gold medal goes to Sifa Talakai. What a freak. We spoke about the Melbourne Storm demolition in that second half. That first half clinic was one of the best individual halves of footy I've ever seen. And all of a sudden, 
Sifa, started his career in the centers, moved to the back row, became a mainstay lock. He's a big body. I'd hate to tackle him. Moved him back into the centers, absolutely carved up, scoring tries, setting him up. Is he now the front runner for that number three jersey for the Blues? I don't think he's the, the front runner. He's, he's put two big games together. He was setting up everything, scoring everything on the weekend. They were just attacking down that left side. That's Poor all. Poor old they were Morgan going. Harper. Oh, he was copping it. He, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to defend against Sifa. He's a ball of muscle. He's explosive. It's definitely between him and him and Stags at the moment. And they lock horns. They do Thursday night. So oh, huge. That, that, that could be the test. That's what they'll drum it up as. Who's going to get the Origin center Tony, spot? to to be fair, Schlop handled him quite well. For the from he's the Bulldogs. a great defensive center. Yeah, he's center. a very good defensive center. And Katoni, we put out a TikTok, and everyone always said, "Hey, he only had two good games." He lifts, he lifts for the big and games. And you know, Katoni. he's been in the Blues squad. He's been in and around it. They've been kind of priming him up to play Origin. And like I said, I, I think I said it last week. His ability to get on the outside of his center. Yeah. It's the, between give the big don't argue. It's between them two for me. Yeah, but I mean, Sifa, like, what a kind of career he's had so far because he was at South, wasn't. You know, he said he had some attitude yeah, problems. Yeah, he said his attitude stunk and he was a, a garbo, I think. Yeah, and, you know, he got dropped. He was playing New South Wales Cup. Makes the a, makes a transition to the Cronulla Sharks. Playing his best foot. He played, in the, like you said, in the back row last year. And now, he's, yeah, I think he's found his own in the centres. Masterstroke. I think it was from John Morris. John Morris was the one that plucked him and brought him over to South. Turned mm. him into a forward. There were question marks about his attitude. Defensively, he used to get caught out as well, but he looks great. And you know he deserves a bit more credit too. Fitzgibbon. Fitzy. Because I know he was under Robinson yep. at the Roosters, but the way he's got Cronulla playing, like I said, they're pushing top four. That's I, the underrated signing of the season, bringing Fitzy there. Yeah. Nico Hines goes with him. He's, it, he's, he's got a lot of confidence in Nico Hines. He's put him captain. Uh, so I, I just think they're, they're a dark horse of the season. On the, on, when they're on, they can beat anyone. For sure. For sure. Yeah, it was, the big hurdle is how they go against Penrith and Melbourne. Yeah. You saw they test they they test Melbourne, they, they pushed them the whole way. But Fitzy's doing good things, very underrated signing. All right, we're getting to the beefy end now. Give me your participation. My participation, bit a bit left field here. This we're covering all angles this of the world. Amber Heard and <laughs> Johnny Depp saga. Now I, I've been getting just updates. It's everywhere. I've been getting updates on my TikTok for you page. Why is this thing so public for? It's like the OJ trial. You know, every they they got cameras on everyone. They're doing their depositions. They're doing. They're getting cross-examined on the stand. You figure. You're finding out that Amber Heard chucks shits on the bed. That she's she abusive. S- she smacked the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, she well. she punches him. Uh, I don't think Johnny Depp's a saint, you know. But uh, I think he's had. It, it's come out that he's had some drug issues, and they were going back and forth. But uh, very strange that that has all boiled up into coming up on everyone's TikTok page, and you got to pick a side. Well, it's justice for Johnny for me. Because when that came out, everyone dropped him. He got cancelled. Yeah, effectively, he got when that came from the out, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, and all that. he got he got canned from everything. And mm. then he he even said he goes, it ruined my life. And now it's come out that he was actually a victim of abuse, which is he was, he was supposed to be in that Harry Potter prequel, that yeah, what Fantastic was he Beasts. To be in? Producer Fan- Shabs, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, yeah. And he got dropped from that. He got dropped. So it's ruined his life. It's uh, ruined his a life. A false claim of uh, and Amber heard by the sounds violence. of it is a piece. Of work. Yeah. You know all those false claims that the footy players caught? When you defeat all of those evil, you know what? Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. verse the boss of... Don't get me wrong. She's gorgeous. And I yeah, can understand how, dangerous. how you fall for that. But, mate, yeah. She's I, like the Medusa. Definitely the team Medusa. Yeah, once the footy players defeat their, their, all the other chicks, they fight her. Yeah. She's, the, she's the evil boss. My participation 
going to AFL, West Coast Eagles. Now, they'll take it on Port Adelaide. They're struggling this season. They've had a couple injuries, plays out with COVID. Port Adelaide mm. are winless. Do you think of Bernard heading into this one? Beautiful. The Eagles, he's a chance to win. Not only did they lose, they lost 117 to 33. Embarrassing. West Coast, great club. You think of back in the day, those Swans and West Coast grand finals, they're always consistent. They were one of the great AFL teams. They're struggling this season. And players are coming out. They're not happy. Elliot Yo's having a tantrum on the sideline. Just just a bad season it's, that keeps going getting worse and worse. For it's the weird not seeing the Eagles being successful. And what's even weirder is the Fremantle Dockers, who've since usually making a grand been, yeah. final about nearly 10 years ago and always usually towards the bottom, they're flying. They're picking up. So we've seen a little shift in power. Yeah, which I don't mind which from the AFL. Which is a good thing, yeah. Because it's nice to see new teams, whether it be from the draft or recruitment, doing well. We don't have that nearly enough in the NRL. No, definitely. It's always, like I said, it's Melbourne, Penrith and everyone else. And it's that, it's an area like Perth, Western Australia. It's it, it produces a lot of great athletes as well, which it's it's such a, it's an it's Australia-wide sport. It's, yeah. It's a great sport. Like I, said, I was at the Richmond game on uh, it's very Saturday good. night. The, the atmosphere is crazy. You want to go to an AFL game. That's the big difference. NRL, they do a great job at Fox League. It's a very watch-it-at-home type sport. Yeah. AFL, you got to be there. You go to the G. Oh. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I went there a few years ago to watch Richmond versus Collingwood. It was pouring down raining. Mm. And we are speaking to one of the locals there. He's like, ah, boys, it's spewing, you know. You're not going to get a big crowd. I'm like, oh, yeah. What are you, what are you thinking? He's like, ah, it'll be a shit crowd because of the weather. Maybe 75,000. Yeah. 75,000. Me and the boys are thinking. It's the an NRL grand final. Exactly. The only crowd I've been to that's bigger is the NRL grand final. Yeah. And it was cracker. The atmosphere was, was great. There was 70,000 at the Richmond game on Saturday. And to them, I that's a there, small one. I was behind the post. They were going nuts. They were hanging off everything. I went to the Bulldogs game two weeks ago. There wasn't more than 10,000 people there. I know the Bulldogs aren't doing too well, but it was Easter. Easter's a long weekend. Usually they pull a good crowd. When the dogs are good, they get a good crowd. And it's just, uh, even like a core stadium, used to be ANZ, used to be Telstra. Not a really good stadium to watch. No, it's not. To watch footy. You're far from the action. At Bank West, on the other hand, completely Great. different. It feels again. like, Bank West, it feels like you're standing over. Yeah. Very, whereas ANZ, it was built for the Olympics. But even, even Bank West, you can only fit maybe 30,000. So... I don't know. The new football stadium is going to be stupid. I, I, I'd like to see crowds pick up again. Because it used to be when you're a junior footy player, you just wanted to go with the boys, scan your part, your junior do they do footy that passes. Anymore? I don't know. I, there's less and less kids playing nowadays. So That's true. Knows. But you, you wanted to go to the footy. It was a thing to do with a family, with your mates. Now, like you said, chuck KO on, get yeah. under a blanket in winter. And just watch the footy at home. They do a great job. Yeah. They no, do they a great job. Coverage. Yeah. It's it's a it's an at-home sport. Whereas AFL, you're there. SCG, like it's, you're on top of the action. Mm. They're hitting. I mean, those athletes, they're underrated Do you athletes, prefer man. watching games with commentary or no commentary? Because there's always those nutcases that listen to commentary. In the ear. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, do, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. no. I'm not, and I, I, I tried doing that once. I noticed it's slightly delayed. You're, you're, you're oh, a second really? off. Because nothing can be... When you're point, there, you know, it's the, once it's getting sent through okay. radio or TV, it always copper. Like radio's that. quicker than TV, and then your eyes are the quickest. So I, I can't do that. You're, usually the older heads love doing I've that. I've got to try it. I've got to try it. I tell you what, radio commentators, they're the goats. Underrated. They are, they are so Triple underrated. M's Triple M, they do AFL, they do NRL as well. Those guys, mm. Ganae, who was radio, still does it, is now AFL. But yeah, those guys are, are very underrated. Moral of the story, though. Head to an AFL game, whether you're yeah. in Sydney, Melbourne, Perth, Adelaide. Yeah, because even the Swans pack out there, 
yeah. Sydney football game. It's got game. a different watching culture. It's more. It's a bit like football. Yeah. Bernard, we were speaking about two centres locking horns potentially for an origin spot. Mm-hmm. So it got me thinking this week, the starters, where we do a top five every week. Let's go top five centres in the NRL at the moment. Okay, for five, I'm going to go Dane Gagai. Yeah, Mr. Consistency. Queensland Origin Centre always steps up for origin. Whether he's been at Newcastle, Souths, he's a reliable centre. Probably, like I said, one of the best centres in the game right now. So, yeah, I've got to go Dane Gagai for five. Yeah, and he lifts for the big games as well. Number four, remember, this is based on current form. I'm going to go Sifatalakai. Started his career at centre, moved into the forwards, rejuvenate. He's come back into the centres. He's just unstoppable at the moment. No one could stop him, and he could just be playing his way into a Blues origin jersey. Well, that brings me to three, Katoni Staggs. Yep. They're going neck and neck this week, pretty much fighting for a Blues origin spot. Probably one of the most dominant centres right now. Individual brilliance. He can play in the halves as well. Yeah, I'm going to go Katoni Staggs for three. That's a nice one. Now, these two for me, it's pretty it's pretty locked in. Number two, I'm going to go Justin Ollum. Gets slept on a little bit. He's a wrecking ball. Can find the try line. He's a nightmare to tackle. Not the biggest guy in terms of height. I wouldn't want to tackle But he's a wrecking ball, the man from Papua New Guinea. And he's my number two. Gets disrespected a little bit as well. Number one, I think we both agree on. It's an easy one for Joey me. Manu from yeah, the Yeah, 100%. Best center in the comp. Again, consistent, reliable Individual brilliance. Lives, steps up for the big games. Yeah, and he's, and he's kind of slotted in for where he's needed to be at the Roosters as well. But the centre is where, where he, his spot is. And he, he's the best centre in the game, whether it comes to, you know, scoring tries for the Roosters or just in general just have been a dominant centre. Yeah. You know he's always going to win that battle with his opposition centre. He's got that X factor. He can pull. You give him early ball, he's hard to tackle. He's got an offload, but then... Like he did in the Anzac Day game, he can just pull something out of the ha- out of nowhere. He, and they always kick to him. He's an aerial threat too. He's how big. many how many tries has he scored where they just uh, last tackle option has kicked to Manu? He's I reckon they kick more to Manu than they do Daniel Tupo. Yeah. That left edge was looking a bit predictable on Anzac yeah. Day. Just get the ball in Teddy's mitts and Joey Manu's mitts. And he's also a very good looking bloke. Oh, mate. I'd very handsome. If yeah. I was in Bondi and I saw him, I'd put oh, my yeah. up. Well, he's got a girlfriend, but uh, yeah, he, he'd, he'd be very popular with the ladies. That's a huge top five there. Top five centers. We went Gagai five, Talakai four, Stags three, Olam two, and big bad Joey Manu number one. It's time to jump into the HIA. Bernard, what did you see this weekend that needs our assessment? Well, I'm going to start with Ben Simmons. We, we touched on him briefly. Apparently, there were some issues where the Nets thought bringing him over, he was going to jump straight into playing. Um, and he was just had the shits with, you know, Philly for his playoff performance last year and how he was treated. So I think the trade was done for him to come in and play. But he's having some physical and, and mental health issues, apparently, allegedly, and that's what caused him to stay off the court. But the Brooklyn fans didn't want any of no. it. Does he have ticker? Should he have played in the finals, the, the playoffs, sorry? Would they have improved Brooklyn's? Would they have got swept if Ben Simmons plays? So I, I think it's I think it's pretty shit from from Simmons personally. It is, and he's full of excuses. Well, he's got the book of excuses. So it was mental health, which I support hundred percent. You got to take time off. But now, then it was physical. Then it was Philly. Now it's mental health again. Now it's like there's there's always seems to be an excuse with him. And unfortunately, when you're the number one draft pick, you're you're a big superstar. You know, you're, you're going to attract attention and people want results. And he seems to have an attitude problem. And he seems to, as you said, I think he's just ticklers. He's got a, he's got 
he's probably his last chance next season. Yeah, show he's got to come out, have a big season, prove that he he belongs in the NBA because he's had a whole season off. The last player to do this and not have time in the NBA was Zion. We had that big extended break, and no one knew if it was going to be a bust or not. So he's got to, he's got to prove himself next season, or that could be his career over in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, and those New York, any fans in New York, they're ruthless. And especially he was sitting there flashy. Yes. Yeah, spend your cash. I'm, I don't care about that. But he's always sidelined. I think he just rubs people the wrong way a little bit. And I've heard as well, apparently he's a little bit of a prick. That, that, that's that's what I mean. People, a couple of people that went to school with him, they think uh, he's got a little... Well, you're earning that much money. You know, you probably just ignore everyone and just... Hey, get back go. on the basketball field, Ben, and just start doing your best exactly. work. Exactly. We're going to go back to rugby league. Caelan Ponga. Mm-hmm. The contract saga has finally ended. He's brushed the Dolphins. He's going to sign with the Newcastle Knights for five years. Caelan Ponga, congratulations. You've secured the bag. And you've also secured, in my opinion, mediocrity for the rest of your career. Oh, that is a big take. I, I think he solely met with the Dolphins to up his price tag. Well, he's getting a mill a year. Well, it was a great move. His dad's his manager. So he sorts out all his contract dealings. There's leaked text messages that came out of him talking to Wayne Bennett. Um, and, you know, there was journalists bagging him out for how he conducted the negotiations with Bennett, pretty much using him as a bargaining chip. But, I mean, he's looking out for his son. I really can't knock it. Yeah, look, journalists are the last people that can bag someone for integrity. But yeah. Bennett did say to him, apparently, that you stay at the Knights, you'll be good. You come here, we build a team around you, you're going to be great. And I have to agree with Bellamy, with Bennett sorry, a little bit because there's three fullbacks that are clear. Turbo, Pappy, Tedesco are clear of Ponga. And mm. I think there's Daylight and then there's the next group. And Ponga, he's just, he seems just very comfortable at Newcastle. He'll show flashes of brilliance. Like what we saw against the New, when he played St. George. Like it's not consistent enough. It's not consistent enough to be in that elite He's probably not going to, let's be honest, he's not going to win a comp unless something drastic changes at the well, Knights he, he in the next five years. He wants to be a leader at Newcastle. They've had times where they've had players there, Mitch Pearce, Connor Watson, yep. uh, but they just haven't been able to show that they're going to be a team that's pushing top four, even a staple in the top eight. So, and they, they haven't had the, a, a great start to the season. So, I don't know, I guess we'll see. He's got five years now to prove himself. Yeah. And Benji floated a little idea. He said that the Knights, to save their season, should move him to six. Maybe get his mitts on the footy a little bit more. I wouldn't mind that. And Milf just got cleared to train with them. So maybe a Milford-Ponga little halves partnership could spark something. They, Why they, not? Need, they need a spark in Milford yeah. to come in. And, because what, what they're doing now is not working. So hopefully he throws a spanner in the works for Newcastle and they can start playing some footy. But another thing that needs to be assessed, the Dolphins... They've tossed up a lot of big names. Last team to come into the comp was the Titans. Remember, they came in, they had Preston 08. Campbell. Yeah. They they had a couple big names. Luke Bailey from the Luke from Bailey the came Dragons. as well. Yeah. They were good. They 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 made finals first few years they were in Scotty there. Prince. Scotty yeah, they, Prince. Yeah, they recruited they pretty well. The Dolphins, though, who's their biggest signing? Felice Cafusi. Or the Bromwich, Bromwich Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, Ray Stone. You look at that, it's a it's a uh, they got they've got the GOAT as their coach, Bennett. But it's a bit of a wasteland, their team. I don't know. If, they need, if they, they need to make a big signing. If they pick Munster up, then that's probably going to, you know. They, they've got to be going to Cameron Munster now and saying, Cam, here's a checkbook. Yeah. Just how much do you want? Well, the, the Melbourne Storm players are getting in Munster's ear, just begging him to stay, really, because oh, they've got yeah. such a great culture at Melbourne. But 
Yeah, you're right. They're, it's looking dire at the Dolphins. They were. They need a couple big signings because I don't know if there's. You see, there's a, a talent gap between the top and the bottom. So I was questioning whether or not. Do they have a feeder team of like you know a well, Queensland they a, Cup? Team? They had a Queensland Cup team, didn't they? But yeah, I I don't know if there's 16 teams to have enough base to have 16 teams. Sorry, they've made 17. Great for kids, you know, wanting to make the crack of first grade, but. It's looking a little bit dire. It's a bit of a yeah. wasteland. They need yeah. to make a couple big signings. If they don't here. make big signings, I'll be relying on a lot of Q Cup talent. So and I don't the, know if Wayne Bennett can get the best out of those. Well, he's done it with a bad Queensland team. Now we're going to see if he can do it with arguably, yeah, one of the worst teams ever. But something caught your eye about Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, I saw Carfino, the former NBA player. He was on the back page or something like that, having a go at Nick Kyrgios. They played a celebrity game. Uh, I think the the Sydney Kings kind of put it on, or the NBL put it on for the Starlight Foundation. Yep. They had play. They had players there. I think Fitzy from Fitzy and Whipper was there, uh, or it was the Whipper. Premier. Sorry, the, yeah, Premier Dom Perrottet, New South Wales. He was playing. Um, There's a couple of female basketballers. Nick Kyrgios was balling. He was. He was blocking everyone. He was shooting step backs, and Carfino's called him a jerk. Saying, mate, it's a, it's a celebrity, it's a charity game, take it easy. Mate, mate, Carfino, he... this is why Australia can't have nice things, because we're ingrained in this B-League mentality. It's a celebrity game. He's a celebrity, and he's putting on a show. How dare he do that? Do we have a go at Kevin Hart when he plays in the do celebrity all-star at, game? Do we have and... a go at J. Cole when he always balls out and gets MVP in that? Exactly. I've never heard of this clown, and <laughs> by the sounds of it, he sounds like a jerk. I, Just I, another I, guy trying to run Kyrgios down. Let I've the boy personally play. been blocked by Nick Kyrgios playing in a uh, in a basketball game. You know what? Hey, wear it. Don Perrottet, just wear it. it. Just cop it on the chin. Uh, he's a superior athlete at the end of the day. One thing that caught my eye. I was watching the footy. There was a forward pass. Fletcher Baker plays a great ball, or what I thought was a great ball, to Victor Radley. He goes straight through, and they call it back for a forward pass. Now, we've got a million camera angles now. You've got spider cam. You've got corner post cam. You've got the cam in the locker room so we can see one of the players scratching their own nuts. How, in 2022, can we not assess forward passes from video ref? It's, it, seems, it seems ridiculous to me. There's enough angles now it's pretty black and white. Like you can see, I know you get some 50-50 calls, but it's pretty obvious to look at something and go, hmm, that's forward or that's gone yeah. backwards. They've how are we not looking at it? They suggested doing the old chip in the ball for God knows how long. But even then, it's like, you, you want some human element in the game still. You want the touches to be doing their job. We don't need a chip. We just need something. We, let's go to Rugby Union. Can you look at a forward pass mm, in Rugby Union, I, Producer Shab's big union head? Yeah, you, you can. can. Yeah. So if Union if can If it's do obvious it, on camera... You should be able to call. Like, if it's blatantly Blat obvious. Like, we've seen a couple. If it's, if it's benefit of the doubt on camera, leave it. But if it's blatant and we're talking a three-meter forward pass and that doesn't get called, you should be able to call it. It's yeah. a common sense. I just think we can check everything else. There's They brought, they didn't want to do it because back in the day, I think it was like 2000 or something, they didn't have enough camera angles. So they were worried. You know, it's very hard yeah. to see if, if front on, from a front-on angle. But now, come on, surely we've got enough. We've got a million cameras in there. Yeah, Everything gets shown on TV. Surely we can check a forward pass. Well, there's a lot of there's still a lot of grey areas in the game, whether it's HIAs, forward passes, six-to-go rules. So it's just maybe one of those things that would just forever be a, uh, a thing we don't address in rugby league, the, the forward passes on camera. Well, you know what? Maybe it's a good thing because I guess we want less... The devil's advocate is we don't want that much 
referee intervention. So you're going to get rugby league fans whinging about it anyway. I, I mean, I, we have the bunker now. Is this the, one of the worst investments in rugby league history? It's got to be. I, I didn't mind the old way. You just know what? So I don't even want to. Do you remember they used to go upstairs? You'd be there and you'd have no idea. And then you see the KFC thing turn. Da, 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 try benefit of the doubt, and everyone would start blowing up. Go, go back to that because these guys, the, it's the stooge club up there. It's just taking too long. Taking too long to review view plays. It's uh. And now we've got independent HIA. There's so much intervention. Yeah, it's that's why I said maybe let's just take it easy on one step at a time. Too, too many uh, you know, interventions. Yeah, though. one step. One step at a time. Before we move to our long shot, mm-hmm. Bernard, Ryan Pappenhausen, little puppy, little puppy, yeah, clinic. Nico Hines playing unreal. Let's revisit this one. Right now, you're a selector for New South Wales. Mm. Who is your number fourteen? Well, Pappenhausen's leading Dalian right now. Based on form, you know, you're not going to take Teddy out of the team, but you could have an argument that he, because I only see him as a fullback. That's the only reason why. I wouldn't want to put Pappenhausen at 14, but he's just making too strong, a, strong of an argument not to be the 14 for New South Wales. I don't know if he's ever been in camp with them. He was injured last year, I think around Magic Ground. So he wasn't, uh, wasn't in contention. They had Jack Wyden, I believe, Yeah, Freddie, Freddie likes sticking to his favourites. I don't think he'll drop Teddy. Oh, he, there's no way he's, he's dropping he's Teddy. Not, he no, won't drop Teddy. Teddy. On Teddy. form, 100%, Pappy yeah. has been better. I think, though, for me, the 14... Gotta be Nico Hines. Nico. Purely because he's he's played the 14 role. He did it to perfection. And I think Melbourne he was 18 or 19th man. I think so. Year. And then he can play fullback. He can play in the halves. A little bit more versatile than Pappy. Both in amazing yeah. form. And that's the only thing holding Pappenhausen back is he's only a fullback. There were I don't really see him slotting in I anywhere can't, else. No. Nah, I can't. Unless you put him on as a 14. Like you can't, you can't, if, if a center goes down, you're not putting him in the centers. Nah. Unless he it, plays that roaming. You know, 14 that just, you tell him run around the middle, but... You put him at a hooker? Like, what do you... Yeah, you know well, I mean? lock, you know, lock, that, but like, yeah. not really a lock, but... I, I, I don't think he plays his best footy there. His no. best footy he's, he's got to start. One. He's one of those guys he's got to start. Whereas Nico, probably a little bit more ex- yeah. experienced at coming on. He's versatile I as reckon well. they get him in camp, but they probably stick with Wyden or, or Nico Hines at 14. New South Wales are set for years, though. Bit, bit like Queensland, they had that domination. You look now, like... Pappenhausen, Hines, yeah. Tedesco, Turbo, Latrell's injured, but he's there. So many guys. There's no reason why we shouldn't go on a dynasty run. We've got to be putting six or seven yeah. straight. Well, we and should have won that origin two like, years ago. People have to hold Fittler to a standard. Like, you need to go on a dynasty run because, you know, who was Mal Meninga went on that eight-year undefeated, undefeated streak. I know, like, like, can you believe that it was Josh Reynolds and Trent Hodkinson that broke it out of all halves? But I'm just saying... Fittler gets paid 400000 a year, I'm estimating, to coach three games. With the side that he has, he has to be on a dynasty run. Let's be honest, though, Bernard. How much coaching do these guys act? Like, how much coaching is involved oh, it's flat in out getting money the laundry. best 17 players from your state together for three times yeah. a year? Fittler would, it- wouldn't have to do much. It's just probably just managing the players, you know, having a kind of set game plan. They're, yeah, they're, all, but- they're all elite players that can... No footy like the back of their hands. Even the game plan, what is it? Let's start the game well, don't drop the ball. Yeah. Get to your kicks, make your tackles. Yeah, I, I think it fit like it, it wouldn't be too hard to coach this team. No. And I, I will Turbo be back for Origin? I think he's making an early return. I think he's back end. round nine. Yeah. Is what they were saying. Do you get him in? Yeah, you just throw him straight, yeah, throw straight him. in there. Yeah. Straight. He's done a job. He's a target. You can kick to him. 
But yeah, and and he doesn't even just solely play in the centres in Origin. He roams around. You can find him in the, in the middle chasing kicks yeah. or sweeping around the back on, on the opposite side. And it's side. worked before. Yeah. I think, yeah, the, the squad that they have, and I'm not, not just talking one through 17. I'm talking... One through thirty. One through to yeah. yeah one through to twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. All the all the replacements they can bring in, they need to go on a, you know, good eight year run similar to Queensland's. Otherwise, what are you paying Brad Fittler for? You know what I mean? Nah, I couldn't agree more. Hundred percent. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot here, Bernard. Mm-hmm. It's the NFL draft coming up this weekend, and it's not as exciting as previous NFL draft. Not, it's not a quarterback. Even, it's not a quarterback draft, which doesn't yeah. mean it's a bad one. There's a lot of offensive line talent. There's a lot of defensive talent. It's a decent receivers draft. But you haven't heard as much about it because there isn't the big class of QBs like there has been in the past. But I'm going to put you on the spot here. Imagine that all the NRL players are up for draft. Yep. You're on the clock. Insert the draft music. Who is your number one pick in the NRL draft? Around the ground? Just every single position, you can pick one player. Ooh, okay. You had to build your team around this one player yeah. who you're picking. Anyway, it doesn't matter. New South Wales, Queensland. I'm going to take Cam Munster. I, like I think it. he's still 20, what is he, 27? You've done the 180 on Cam Munster because three weeks ago you were like, nah, Hugh's better than him. Well, he's kind of just like had a resurgence of form the way he's playing. He's the man. Yeah, he's, I, I, I still think Hughes is one of the best sevens in the comp, but he's just showing that, you know, he can play one. He can play six. Uh, he's just—he's a freak, and he's still in his prime. He's still young. So, like I said, that's what Dolphins should look to build the club around him. Yeah. But Throw if I if I had to pick one player, it's him. Maybe I would argue Turbo, but he's just too injury prone. Yeah. I mean, who else would you build a club around? Is there a good seven? Nathan Cleary. My. There you go. Okay, so my number one pick <laughs> in the NRL draft is Nathan the Iceman Cleary. Yeah. He is that quarterback that you just build your team around. He's the face of the franchise. Yeah. Great head on his shoulders. Got the ball on a string. Unbelievable kicking game. Great passing game. Great defensively. Yeah. Well, Manly have built the club Huge around. Huge in the big moments. Manly built their club around Cherry Evans. Yeah. Penrith, Penrith are now have built their club. building their club around Cleary, Cleary. And, and Ivan too. Yeah. Their, their contracts coincide. So they're on like a seven-year deal together as yeah. like a package. But there's a clause in there that if Ivan was to get terminated, he can go with Nathan him. Cleary's contract is void. So wow. he, can, he can go elsewhere. So th- they were trying to drum up a thing like, he, you know, he could be on the movie if Ivan and Penrith ever see, had a falling out. I can see, e- I can happen. see either of them going. Yeah. But yeah, if I had my number one pick, Ivan Cleary, I- I'd build my team around him. Great question. I, but yeah, I... I'd be I'd keen go, to see what other people say to that one. But yeah, guys, well, have it, a think. It have, to be, it have to be a spine player. It'd have to be. you don't want to build a club around The only center. forward I could think about, but you'd maybe take him with your second or third pick, is someone like Payne Haas. Payne Haas, yeah. Payne Haas would be that. What's a position you just don't take number one? Well, when was the, la- like the last big forward to get a mill was Jason Tamalolo yeah, at the yeah. Cowboys. But even then, that's not looked. You know what Payne Haas is? He's like an offensive lineman. You don't take them number one too much unless there's an absolute worldie of a talent, and Payne Haas is one of them. Yeah. Uh, he's number one. The Broncos would be stupid material not to not oh, to keep him. He would look great in red, white, and blue of the Roosters. No, they've they've, had, they've signed I'm, enough people. The little rumor that I'm hearing, but yeah, no. if the NRL did a draft, that'd be fascinating. It, it would never happen, but yeah, NFL draft this weekend. Who's your team in the NFL? I'm a big 
Brady guy. He's just a Brady guy. Yeah, I'm just a big Brady guy. But they're locked and loaded, ready to go again. I'm I'm really excited to see him. I can't wait. My Bears don't have a first round pick. They're going to do their best work late. All right, Bernard. It's long shot time, guys. One half has been completed. We said if we get a long shot each, you've done it. So now it's time for me to not let the team down. I'm going to go first with my one. It's a little same game multi. I like a same. We've got actually. I've got one of mine. It's a futures running. It's the Celtics to win the East. Gonna yeah, that's tough. looking good That's now. Yeah, you know, they've, they've got through one hurdle, which mm. was the Nets. I'm going to do a same-game multi. Katoni Staggs taking on Sifatalakai. Mm-hmm. Potentially for an origin spot. I'm going both of them to score. Both to score on each other? They're playing on the, on the same side. They're playing on the same side. I have a feeling Sif is going to score early, and then Katoni, he's, he's going to get one back. Katoni lives for the big games. Yeah. Best two games this season were the Roosters and Penrith. I'm tipping the Sharks in that game, but you know that Brisbane will just be They'll doing be up for that. Crazy amounts of video on yeah, that left, on, on that left edge. Yeah, so they'll both be prepared, but I like that same game. It's They're, paying good. I think it's five twenty-five. They both like to attack down that side, Brisbane and Cronulla. Like we saw that last week from Cronulla. So I don't know. I, I would even maybe chuck in Ronaldo as well. Mulatalo yeah. loves one. Yeah. What's your one? I'm gonna go the Roosters to miss out on the top four. Okay. I, I, after that Anzac Day game, I know you said that when last time they lost the Anzac Day game, that went on to win the win comp. the comp. But and they always do come good. And Trent Robertson digs deep. They've got some depth. They last year they relied on players like Hutchison and yeah. and all that. But I just don't see. Uh, like I've said a hundred times, it's Melbourne and Penrith and everyone Daylight. else. And Kiri's just been a bit rusty since he's been back. They're leaning a bit more on Sam Walker. But I don't. I think Cronulla's more in the driver's seat to land in the top four, with Para, Melbourne, Penrith, as opposed to and the Roosters missing out on the top four there, which would have semi-final implications because they don't get that second chance being in the back yeah, end. Yeah, it's fair. I'm a Roosters fan, but I got to be honest. From what I've seen, the first few rounds it's not giving me too much confidence. But I have a feeling we're going to peak at the right time of the year. That that spine and just Roosters got to clear. fans are real stubborn about it. Like yeah. I. They'll, uh, they'll still claim that they can go all the way. I'm not saying you in general. I've got a couple of Roosters mates that they just win, win lose, general. or yeah. draw. They're still riding them. So I just don't think that's going to be the case. I think they miss out on the four. Yeah, look, it's not it's not outrageous. All right, Bernard, tips time. I'm going to put you on the spot here. You're leading by one. We both went the same last week. We got six out of eight. I have a feeling we're going to have a couple different this week. I hope so. I'm going to make sure we have at least one different because the fans, they want blood. Hey, tip with your, tip with your mind. That's it. So, Broncos versus the Sharks. Cronulla. Yeah, Cronulla. Yeah. I think that game could be close. Yeah. Titans versus Penrith. Easy one. We'll yeah. both go Penrith. South versus Manly. Huge. This is a this is a game that can go either way. Huge. And uh, Souths, again, going down to the Tigers last week. This one's at Central Coast Stadium. As and well. they're, they're probably not coping that well without Latrell. As that attacking weapon, Manly, I think Dylan Walker's gone down with an injury. He's a big loss for them. So I think it can go either way. Both teams need to bounce back. South are, South are the favourites. I'm going to take Manly. Wow. I'm yeah. going South. So there you yeah, go. We've yeah. got our tip that's different. This one's another coin flip. Both teams were battered. One more so than the other. The Warriors taking on the Cumbra Raiders. Is this in... This is in... It's in Queensland. Queensland. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't like taking Canberra unless they're at home with the Viking yeah, clap. The Warriors. And the Warriors need to bounce back after getting 
Yeah, I'd love to know what the status teams bouncing back yeah. after a 50-plus. They'd want to redeem themselves yeah. after that shellacking. Raiders were average as well. I've gone the Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders as well. Yeah, okay. Big one. Your Bulldogs. Stadium. Yeah. Against uh, the Roosters. The Roosters. I'm going to take the yeah, Roosters. They need too. a bounce back from last week. Paris beating And just on that, did you know that Trent Barrett's on track to have the worst winning record at the Bulldogs? Wow. Or as a coach in general. Really? I think he's won four of 32 games. That's that's rough. You got to you rough. know what? You just got to trust the process with the Bulldogs. Be like Philly. They're looking better. Yeah, they, they are, are looking better. Attacking they wise, they're looking better. But mate, you don't want that record. Once they get a couple extra players, the patience will start wearing thin with Trent next year. Next year's the year for him. If Trent loses his job at the Bulldogs, is his NRL coaching career over? Does he just live the rest of his life as an assistant? He could be. He might have to do a, a stint as a an assistant. A stint as an assistant. Yeah, be at Fitzgibbon for a while. Yeah, and then maybe little there's, stint at the Cowboys people or that have raps on him. Yeah. Apparently he worked with Cleary as a half at Penrith. Wow, okay. For the longest time. So, I don't know. I, I think he's... Uh, he's he, they'll yeah. give him one more season for next sure. year. And then the seat will start getting Very hotter. hot. Parramatta, they're going to beat the Cowboys. Yeah, we'll take Parra. And the Storm are going to beat the Knights. Yep. Hands down. This is an interesting game. St. George Illawarra Dragons. Wind Stadium. Mm. Tough place to go. Yeah. I the West I, Tigers. I, I Just to, based on the fact that they beat the Roosters last week, Tigers have only been in nail-biting games the last two weeks, both decided by a field goal. I'm going to take the Dragons. Yeah, I'm going to take the Dragons too. So that means that the game of difference... Is South Sydney versus Manly. So I have a chance to level it up there. Guys, we post all our tips on Instagram. So make sure you get around that. We've got our NBA bracket on there as well. And make sure you're giving us a like and a follow on Instagram and TikTok. We hit the 1,000. We've got to go live soon. We've got to go live next week. So we're going to go live simultaneously next week. We're going to go back to Wednesdays as well. Bernard, mate, go home, get a Panadol. Come back rejuvenated. Some Nurofen's. Yeah, that that all the that uh, Melbourne weather. Yeah, the Melbourne head flu. It's chilly. It's it chilly. Is. Down it is there. a different type of chilly down yeah. there. You can't afford to go out in the Uniqlo t-shirt, no jacket. No, no, no. no. The weather gods punish you for that one. Anything on this weekend? Uh, I can't. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a quiet one. I'm gonna watch the footy at home. Nice. I'm I've I've been on the piss for a month, <laughs> straight. Each weekend. Give yourself a spell. Three long weekends back to back. It's taken its toll. So I'm gonna just ha- take it easy. Watch the footy. Get my analysis hat on and come prepared for next week to beat team. Mate, like a good old racehorse, you're going to have a spell. Guys at home, enjoy the weekend of sport. Make sure you're giving us a like and follow on Instagram, TikTok as well. Bernard, till next week, my friend. Mm-hmm.